This is the podcast that rocked for June 2nd, 2023. My name is Luke, host of the YouTube channel Rocked. This is where we talk about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. And we're starting off by saying Rotten Jail Danny. I have absolutely no other way to jump into this story than to just celebrate comeuppance and justice. Yes, I'm a big The Mars Volta fan. I've never hidden that. They've been one of my favorite bands of all time since I discovered them. But you know what I'm also a big fan of? People getting what they deserve and going to jail if they do something awful. If you're not familiar, Danny Masterson, formerly of that. 70s show was finally deemed guilty of two out of three rape accounts going through many years and that includes one of the charges brought against him from Cedric Bixler Zavala's wife. Both Cedric and his wife have testified several times and this goes back for years. This trial and these cases have been going on for a long time due to Danny Masterson's involvement with Scientology. I can't stress enough, the Church of Scientology has gotten vicious with this woman and Cedric as well going over things like wiretapping, investigations, trying to attack his family, going to his house and their house, I should say. It was brutal. Intimidation tactics galore. The court ruling finally came this past Wednesday. Cedric was ecstatic and ended his first tweet saying rotten jail Danny. He also then made a later tweet saying, we told you. God bless the women that stood up to him and his bleepity bleep family. F Scientology, rotten jail Danny. Normally, I would not really promote something like this because so many people were hurt and attacked, but much of this has been public. The Cedric Bixler's of and his wife made all of this public and known to make sure this guy goes to jail and it looks like he finally will. We don't know yet how long he's going for but it could be up to 30 years. So yeah, I think he deserves it. The Mars Volta also going on tour through Europe this summer and then back in the continuation of a tour throughout the United States. See one of those tours. It's great that the Mars Volta are back and it's great that in personal lives they got a victory like this also. It's also just great to have one less scuzz bag out on the open. Get rid of these people. Ugh. In more lighter and happier news, Guns N' Roses have announced a big North America tour going through Canada and the United States with support from Carrie Underwood, The Pretenders, and Alice in Chains, depending on which city you go to. This is going to be a big, massive tour. It's going all throughout North America. And I'd also like to point out that Montreal and St. Louis are both being visited again. Now, it's fair to say that there have been shows in these cities after their initial riots, but there's always a little bit of caution. So I hope that everyone loves these shows and that nothing crazy happens. Axel has been in much better behavior over the years. He's definitely calmed down. Slash has been awesome. You know you're going to get a good time when you see him on stage. So I'm sure the shows will be fun. I'm just hoping not for another riot. You can find more info and tour dates on rock.net and the shorts that I posted on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. Hopefully we won't have another riot, at the very least not in the same cities we had them before. In some confusing touring news, because I want to vent a little bit on this, the Divorce Dad Rock Tour of the Year, Godsmack and Stained, is kicking off this summer. Well, support was finally announced, and it is nothing more. I'm going to save you the record scratch moment for that one. But at the same time, one of these things is not like the other. Nothing More was a band that was marching for Black Lives Matter during pandemic. Aaron Lewis was wearing a t-shirt that says, Beto, come and take my guns if you dare. Godsmack moved to Florida, the entire band, because it aligned with them more politically. Godsmack and Stained are extreme right-wing conspiracy nut jobs. And yes, I say conspiracy because they both follow a lot of the Fox News propaganda. I'm not talking news updates. I'm not talking opinions. I'm talking legit propaganda, especially Aaron Lewis. How in the world is that tour rapport, just the conversation's gonna go for nothing more? And I know some people are saying, well, nothing more is gonna get more fans out of this. I don't know if they will. 
Nothing more is not like Godsmack and Stained. Also, all of that audience, the Divorce Dad Rock Tour, that audience is not going to be into nothing more in their messages at all. Nothing more tries to make you think with some of their lyrics. Stain tries to make you realize how sad Aaron Lewis is and how miserable his life is, and we should pity him. Sully Erna just wants to be alone and have people stay away from him. And then occasionally, Sully and Aaron will just start singing about how if you're not American, you're the devil doesn't really align with nothing more however that tour is gonna go through this summer i hope it works out for nothing more i hope they sell a ton of merch and i hope the nothing for fans get into the show through nothing more and then leave promptly after their sets <laughs> a lot of albums dropped in heavy music alternative you name it two of the biggest ones though foo fighters and Avenged sevenfold Avenged sevenfold i just posted my album review short today for life is but a dream i went into it thinking it was going to be a nightmare i came out realizing it really wasn't that bad it's a situation of the singles really not being good but there being decent content on the album is it the best thing a7x has done not by a long shot but there's definitely material worth checking out and i did find myself going back to a few songs really enjoying for what they're saying so i do feel it's at least worth listening to and i do have to give credit they took chances they did not do anything in the format or any given formula. Am I happy about the NFT shilling? No. And they also admitted that they were behind the hacking they had themselves. It was all a gimmick. And I kind of felt that way. But saying you were hacked and it just be a gimmick and a ploy to promote your own stuff. That's that's not great. So yeah, Life is But a Dream is out. Also, Foo Fighters, but Here We Are just came out. And it's quite a refreshing style for Foo Fighters. This is not a stadium rock anthemic chant. This is not a stadium rock anthemic anthem-filled album that Foo Fighters have done before, but rather this is a full tribute. You gotta realize that Dave Grohl lost both Taylor Hawkins, one of his best friends and band members for years, and his mom also passed away over the last couple of years as well. And if you know Dave Grohl, he was very close to his mom all through his life, and she supported him no matter what. He would call home while he was on tour with Nirvana just to tell his mom how things were going and give updates, and she was always supportive. So I can't stress enough that he has lost a lot in a relatively short amount of time. This album is total catharsis there are a lot of smooth there are a lot of smoother softer moments that many people will not expect from Foo Fighters but the album works it's definitely worth hearing one a different side of Foo Fighters and two to hear how they're dealing with grief and trying to move on and in my opinion they did it the right way with this album news bring me the horizon also released another new song with a big collaboration featuring a lot of people and the most notable being lil uzi verts this is actually a heavier track though much heavier than the previous song bring me the horizon released no word yet if this will be on the next post human ep i'm assuming it is but again post human is definitely going to be a series worth remembering survival horror was fantastic i really enjoyed it this second one definitely feels like they're putting a lot of effort into it so bring me the horizon like avenge sevenfold in a certain way is trying to do something something different and I'm fine with that. Even if it's an odd collaboration, I would rather take that all day than hear Godsmack churn out the same thing for decades and complain about how they can't think of anything else to write anymore. It's sad that I had to say it that way, but that's literally what Sully Ernest said. Okay, no more Godsmack talk. And finally, we're going to look at the Billboard Mainstream Rock Airplay chart. Every week, we like to look at the top three songs that are either blessing or plaguing FM, XM, and overall radio rock airwaves, even including online. Coming in at number three, Need a Favor from Jelly Roll, which has been on the chart for a while, which has been on the chart for a while, but finally creaked to number three. I've said before, Jelly Roll does have a raw talent. When I saw him live opening for Shinedown, he definitely can do a lot, and I'm fine with Need a Favor. I know he has a big fan base, and I'll take Jelly Roll over Hardy any day. Number two, 
two, keeping static, is the title track for Metallica's 72 Seasons, which, again, it's Metallica. James Hetfield could sneeze into a microphone and radio will push it. And keeping the number one spot for several weeks now, and it's fitting since their album just came out today, Foo Fighters with the song Rescued. I don't know how much shelf life Rescued will have after this week, but I'm glad to see it have such a strong support on the airways because this one is solid and it's a great opener for the album as well. Foo Fighters, I know it's another bit of the problem where FM only relies on the same typical bands, but at least this song's good. That does it for the podcast that rocked this week. Special thanks to YouTube members and patrons to Brandon Bruce, Chris Doman, and Dom Noble. You can check out Dom Noble on YouTube covering all your wacky and ridiculous adaptations along with some pretty impressive comparisons of film to book adaptations. He just covered Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship, and what the biggest differences were, and I'm really into that. You can also find Wrestling Soup on YouTube if you're a professional wrestling fan covering all the hilarious, amazing, and sometimes dark side of professional wrestling. Sometimes the stuff backstage is more interesting than the stuff on TV. And finally, if you're into stupid human news, you can check out Radio Dead Air on YouTube. Nash covers the dumbest human stories of stupid things every week, and I promise it's guaranteed entertainment. Radio Dead Air on YouTube. Thank you again for all your support. Please keep sharing the links. It does help a ton. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. And finally, why nothing more? What are you doing? Wink twice if you're okay, nothing more. We just want to know you're all right.